This podcast has been brought to you by Eau Claire Area School District, where knowledge and inspiration meet to create the future. Welcome to this episode of the Eau Claire Area School District Family and Community Podcast. This podcast was created to share information about our district, our families, and our community. Thank you for tuning in to today's Family First Podcast episode, Introduction to Special Education. This is Lori Malnari, ECASD Family Services Member, and your host for today's episode. I have with me today, Kelsey Tishy, Special Education Program Administrator for the Eau Claire Area School District. Welcome, Kelsey. Thanks so much, Lori. Kelsey, tell our audience, what exactly is special education? Sure, some children who are having difficulty in school may need some extra support through special education. And special education is for children who have a disability. So if your child has a disability, special education can help your child learn and make progress. Special education means instruction that is specially designed to meet the unique need of a child with a disability. Special education means adapting what a child learns and how he or she learns it. Federal laws require public schools to give special education to children who need it, and school teams will work with parents to find the most effective options for their child. How does special education work? Well, the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, IDEA, states that all children with disabilities must receive a free and appropriate public education, or FAPE. This means that special education is provided at no cost to families, and what is appropriate for one child will likely be different than what's appropriate for another. And special education meets the unique needs of each child. All services are delivered with the intent of helping to prepare a child for future education, employment, and independent living. Special education isn't just a curriculum, but it's a process of determining what's appropriate for your child and then providing it in the most meaningful way possible. This is what makes special education individualized for each child. Kelsey, how is a child identified as a student that may need special education? Special education is a five-point process, beginning with referral. So you may already know or suspect that your child may need special education. And a referral can come from parents or guardians, medical professionals, teachers, or someone from the school district. Anyone who cares about a child can make a referral for special education. Parents can send a referral letter to the school district's special education director or to the principal of their child's school. This letter should include a date and the specific phrase, this is a referral for special education. Make sure to include your child's first and last name, their date of birth, and a brief explanation of why you believe special education may be needed for your child. The school district then has 15 days after receiving this referral to review the referral and send a request for your signed consent to evaluate your child. It's important for you to sign and return this consent in order for the school to begin the evaluation. The second step in the process is evaluating whether a child qualifies for special education. Existing information might be enough for parents and the school to make this determination. Parents are asked to share information about their child. Tests may be conducted or the child may be observed to get a complete picture. Parents must be notified about any tests in writing and parents must grant permission before they're done. 
The process of evaluation can take up to 60 calendar days to complete the evaluation and hold a meeting. The third step is the IEP team meeting to discuss the evaluation results and discuss the child's strengths, interests, and needs. The team will determine eligibility and to move forward with the developing of a plan for individualized instruction, services, accommodations, or do other brainstorming to help support the child's learning. Parents are an equal partner of this team. Parents are encouraged to actively participate, voice concerns, and ask questions. If it is decided that a child is eligible for special education, the team will prepare a written plan called an Individualized Education Plan, or IEP, that details the appropriate special education instruction and any related services to meet the learning needs of the child. Kelsey, who is part of the IEP team? Who can parents expect to have at this meeting? The IEP team includes a local education agency representative, or LEA, and this is usually a school district professional who has the authority to say what the school can or cannot provide to your child. This person might be a principal, a school psychologist, or a special education coordinator. Other people on the team are parents or guardians, the child's general education classroom teacher, a special education teacher, other people invited by the school or parents who care about your child and or have special expertise. The student, if they're 14 years of age, must be invited as well. Okay, we've covered three of the steps. What's next? Well, the fourth step is called placement. The IEP team will discuss the setting or where the specialized instruction or services will be provided for the child. IDEA speaks to LRE, or the least restrictive environment. A child with a disability will ideally attend the same school or classes as children without disabilities. Parental consent is required before a child can begin receiving special education. Parents will receive reports of progress towards their child's IEP goals at report card time. It's common that families receive frequent informal communication from their child's special education teacher. The fifth and final step is an ongoing one, the annual review. A child's IEP is reviewed annually to determine if services are appropriate, if goals are being reached or should be changed, and if any additional needs have occurred. This ensures that the child is receiving the best possible combination of services to help a child achieve their personal best. In addition, each special education student is reevaluated for eligibility at least once every three years, unless parents and the school agree not to hold an evaluation. To summarize what you've said, Kelsey, the purpose of the IEP team is to evaluate your child for eligibility for special education, recommend placement, and review the IEP to ensure that present and future educational needs are met. Did I capture that accurately? Yes, you sure did. Kelsey, I have heard the term CCRIEP. What exactly does this mean? CCRIEP stands for College and Career Ready Individualized Education Program. This is an IEP that's developed to meet the unique disability-related needs of a child and helps to ensure that the child graduates ready for further education or the workplace. College and Career Ready. CCR IEPs are for all students in public school ages 3 to 21 who receive special education services. So CCR IEPs are not just intended for high school students, but rather CCR IEPs build knowledge, skills, and habits throughout a child's public school experience. So when they graduate, they're college and career ready. Like what we just covered in the eligibility process, developing CCR IEPs too follows a five-step process. I see. What does this process look like? So the IEP team, which parents are an important part of, start with understanding achievement, the grade level academic standards and functional expectations to identify the student's strengths and needs. 
Next, the team will identify how the student's disability affects academic achievement and functional performance and summarize disability-related needs. At this point, the IEP team will develop ambitious and achievable goals that close achievement gaps and support the unique strengths and needs of the student. From here, the team will align specially designed instruction, services, supports, and accommodations needed to support the goals and ensure access to the general curriculum. And finally, the team will analyze progress towards the student's goals to evaluate what works and what is needed to close the student's achievement gaps. Kelsey, any suggestions for that? Sure, it's a good idea to start a file to contain the paperwork. Our district offers families a parent record file for organization and resources for families to prepare for meetings with the school team. Families are encouraged to stay connected and engaged, and parents should reach out to their child's IEP team with any questions about the IEP process. Is there anything else you'd add? Yeah, we have in ECSD a staff member that specifically supports parents and families who have children with disabilities. ECSD is committed to providing ongoing support for families. Also, families should ask their IEP team for a copy of the Family Resource Guide, which is full of contacts for support, resources, and information. We also have this guide and other resources on our district website under the Special Education tab. Kelsey, I'd like to thank you for your time today to explain this process when families or school teams have educational concerns for a child and to explain the process of developing a college and career-ready IEP. I do want to put a shout out of thanks to the Wisconsin Statewide Parent Educator Initiative for contributing content for this podcast. Families may have additional questions after listening to this podcast. ECASD is here to help. Visit ecasd.us and click on Special Education under the Departments tab. We thank you for listening to this episode of the ECASD Family and Community Podcast. For more information about the Eau Claire Area School District, please visit www.ecasd.us.